welcome to Bet Space Ireland podcast. This is the last episode of season two, episode six, and I am Michelle McGuire. And I'm Hazel Mullins. And as ever, our aim at Bet Space Ireland is to entertain, inform, engage, and inspire. And our special guest on today's episode is Gemma O'Donoghue. She's a multiple certificate holder. So I'll go through the list. She has a certificate in small animal medicine, diagnostic imaging, feline medicine and cardiology. She's also the founder of PetScan and an all-round wonderful person. So here it is. Hi Gemma, how are you? And welcome to the Best Space Ireland podcast. It is fantastic to have you on. And um, yeah, just how are things? Great, thanks for having me guys. Uh, Good to be here to chat. I'm very well, thanks. Good, Just after... um, putting the, the boys down to bed. So hopefully we'll have a, a screen-free um, session. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be like a Zoom call without a few children crying in the background. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And you'll uh, not be the first Fetsface Ireland podcast guest that's been like, uh, who was it? Uh, Tom Austin was like, there were five children asleep and my yeah. wife has gone to do a, I don't know what. Fair play for that. I could barely manage two um <laughs> five is a different story altogether and and is it two two little boys you have now Gemma is it two boys yeah yeah oh. and god I remember the yeah, first I when you were, I remember when you were pregnant for the first time many moons ago at a clinical society meeting let's say in Cork yeah yeah I was just uh remembering that and uh reminiscing that that probably sent me into early labor uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was very good talk though. We all enjoyed it. Oh, so thank you. Juggling thanks everything the, and yeah. Thanks for the sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> sacrifice in the name of education. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so Gemma, tell us all about your veterinary journey so far. Well, um I graduated from UCD in 2007. Um loved, loved college, had a great time there made lots of friends, we'd just had a lovely year, um, loads, of, loads of good fun and, and good nights out and um, I enjoyed my summers in college and um, in the later years I focused I suppose more on the EMS side and I was into horses and that was the direction I was going and I spent um, some summers in, in England and racing yards and went to, for my EMS in final year, I went to San Diego to San Luis Rey Equine Hospital mm. and did my externship there. I loved that. Um, so that was the, the direction I thought I was going and um, came out and did some work with, with horses and was planning on doing, starting an internship and in the meantime, I uh, was a yard vet uh, for a racing yard of the country. Um, and I was riding out and doing all the kind of in-house vet stuff. And uh, a winter of that, um, uh, after that, I decided to, to change change direction um, altogether. <laughs> and <laughs> decided to give uh, small animals a go. Michelle is sniggering there in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, wow, I didn't know any of that. Like, that's so interesting. And it's funny how we we meet so many people and they're like, I was all set to do equine. I was going to do this. And then they're like, 
just no yeah. <laughs> totally changes yeah. then it's gas isn't it yeah and it was it was you you when you feel in college you've no, I love the small animal side of it as well, but I, I always thought I was going down the equine route and um, and then you feel like, oh, am I am I doing the wrong thing and, and not pursuing it or am I letting myself down or, you know, that kind of scenario. Uh, is, it, is it kind of almost failing, not doing what you were setting out to do? But I'm really happy with the decision to... To change when I just didn't feel it was right you yeah. tried it that's the good thing isn't it like mm. I suppose you yeah. did you didn't just go end up in smallies you did try equine and you were like oh, I've kind of done that now I'm ready for something else yeah short stint now mind you but I did um I did and I think when I was in college I was like I'll go anywhere do anything work all the hours I don't mind and then you do think actually I want a bit of a life as well um, and just didn't like all aspects of it so it, it, it just wasn't for me and I decided to to try something else and it's like I can always go back to it um, but I love the small animals really loved it so stuck with that and where did you head for their first small animal job yeah I had to, I had to wing it a bit then because um you know most of uh, everything on my you know CV and everything was geared towards the equine so I did a little bit of locum around cork while I then planned and to go to the UK and I went to, to Royston um, in Hertfordshire. I just looked up kind of jobs and it looked like a, a good job and went over and they had the kind of setup of accommodation car and you know the, the package going and it was a busy first opinion practice Um, you had to hit the ground running and it was a sink or swim situation. Uh, but really, really good first job, I think. They, big caseload, they give you freedom to, to learn things, uh, to figure things out. And a lot, lot of new grads there, so we kind of helped each other as well. So I was there for about just under a year. And, it, you know, it really it was a busy practice, but the boss, she took the phone for on call and then um would ring us so she'd kind of teeter out the calls that needed to be seen or didn't and I think that took a big stress off being a new grad and uh then if you were going in she'd be kind of give you a heads up on what you might need to do or give um which was great and then on we, we, it was I remember we did a kind of a weekend a full weekend on followed by your Saturday on so you kind of did kind of almost three weeks in a row and then got a long weekend off so I used to come home a lot but um the weekend when you're on she used to do Sunday roast and you used to go over there for the dinner and everything so it was it was nice but it's lovely. um yeah it's it was lovely. it was it was a nice um a nice you know, inclusion and um, her daughter was a, a nurse in the practice. So it was, it was, you know, chilled as well. And it was fun. Um, but I was just, just didn't settle in the area. And I, I had friends in London and I used to go down there an odd weekend, but I didn't have any kind of buddies around. And uh, I came home 
after I came back to Ireland after just under a year there. I started a job then in Kerry. Um, I was doing soul charge in a I was doing the small animal side of the practice um, in, in a practice in Clarny. So it was a big, it was a big jump, I suppose, to it was nice to be home, but doing soul charge was a different uh, challenge. I felt like I went out to the UK and got a few skills and um, was able to try and, and manage things somewhat. And there was another vet there that I could, that was generally doing the large animal side of things, but I could call on if I needed a backup. But you learn to, to cope, I suppose, with being on, on your own. And the nurses there were great cracks. So we had, we had good fun and, um, you know, they helped me out as well. So it was a nice, it was a I, nice going to a year there as well. I worked in Killarney as well. It's good. It was good crack. Um, yeah. It's a good town. It's a good town to. Oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Mm. Um, again, I was up and down to Cork. You see, at this stage, I met my now husband. So it was always kind of being drawn back. But um, <laughs> I did. I did enjoy uh, many a night out in Killarney at the same time. Yeah. The grand. Um, yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah it's so good for you nice. yeah it's good good memories then we both we both uh, so the, I always had when if you didn't go into mixed practice or large animal I think straight after college it gave me the fear of God so I always have a huge respect for you Hazel and all all the vets that went out and uh <laughs> did mixed because I think um I think it's something you nearly need to go into straight away if you're going to do if you know you're not from a farming background because um I remember hearing all the stories from from my friends and once you weren't immersed in it initially I was like there's no way I can I can uh do this <laughs> so um in 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 Clarny it was either kind of um you know get get involved in in the large animal side of it and that wasn't uh that wasn't a path I wanted to go down so we decided to um head for for London and um I joined a really fab practice over there uh doing nights to begin with so it was a an emergency and referral small animal practice and um in, in Hampstead and it was that's really I think what turned the corner for me in veterinary it was it was really really a great place to to learn brilliant team um, I loved the emergency side of it doing during the nights it was again really busy and good fun and you had your social side after it was kind of you know from going to kind of being I suppose sole charge in in a practice to being amongst a big team and learning from loads of people was was a lovely move yeah I can imagine it must have been like <laughs> you know well hey there's lots of people to talk to again yeah it but was I, and they were they were great fun now yeah. and I'd say it must have been real exciting kind of A&E type you know medicine and yeah at the start kind of, you kind of again had to you know you have to not wing it a bit but you have to kind of try and yeah I know what I'm doing here but I think when when you've got a couple of years under you and you know how to approach things it's always mm. um and just I was kind of you know 
straight up in a way, you know, they, they, I think they were, they knew I was eager to learn. And that's, that's important. I think once they see an enthusiasm and uh, they're, they're, they're happy to, to coach you along. And I was able to, I had done the sole charge. So I was able to cope with kind of nights, but you still had the, we had rounds every morning and every evening and any cases that were complicated or anything like that, you had the support from the whole team to, to treat and to learn from. And yeah, I, that's where I really got into like enjoying medicine, I think, um, and the emergency side of it. Um, when, when I was hoping to go down the equine route, I wanted to do equine surgery. And then I did a full um, 360 and went the small animal and, and really started to join the medicine side and the workups and um, imaging then as well. Yeah, it just shows not to have a complete tunnel vision, isn't it? In, in you know, you never know where you're going to. And I think Richard Ryan said that in the last podcast as well. You know, you just have to come out and, and be OK with going in different directions. And yeah. Seems- yeah. And I think, yeah, it's, it's, that's, that was a big lesson for me. It's OK, even if your vision or dream has always been to do one thing, it's OK to change and um, try something. And if it yeah. doesn't work, you can always switch back. Definitely. I think almost everybody we've had on the podcast, maybe except for Kieran Jones, he seemed to know. <laughs> he was, he was, quite was only going in one direction. But I think yeah. maybe almost everybody was like, well, this was my plan. And then I ended this up happened. here. Yeah, almost everyone, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So it just goes to show like you can have all the plans in the world and then end up doing something different within the same thing. Yeah. And it is nice that we have that was bit of... Um, flexibility there there are different routes you can take and if if you're not enjoying one you you can find another definitely yeah that's good advice isn't it because a lot of people might feel like they're a bit stuck if they start doing something and they really don't love it and there's always that fear like you said it earlier Jimmy you're like god am I letting myself down because this was always like no try something else yeah absolutely yeah great advice and so from London there, what happened next? This well, is exciting. We were in London You for really know the, When you really know the ending, I'm like, where did yeah, you yeah. this? How did you get to here? We, we, we spent, uh, I suppose, six years in London. And I, I did um, a lot of work in charity as well with the Blue Cross, which was a big contrast to the kind of more fancy referral practice in, you know, a, a wealthy area of London to kind of charity practice um, so the, the, it was a, a, a lot and um, there was a big difference there and a lot to adjust to but I loved the charity setting as well and it was really hands-on and practical and gave you a bit more freedom to crack on with things um, and that's where I, I suppose I really got into the, the imaging side of things um, and you were able to, to to give things give things a go, and um, again, big big caseload, great for surgery as well, um, and it was it, it was a nice contrast to to the previous referral setting. Yeah, it was a big team too, big hospital in the centre of London in Victoria, and it it was nice to be around lots of people learning from different people too. 
Yeah, I remember working the PDSA, um, not working, but as a placement as a student. And uh, yeah, like the, the, you can just, you know, you just go and like, obviously you can't do everything under the sun, but you can take your x-ray, do your ultrasound, you know, there you can kind of, yeah, you, yeah. Don't have, you can just do it without having to, you know, kind of think about having it all build up and, and you can just go ahead and, and do it like within reason it. you can't do a CTE yeah. or anything but you can do you know it was it was good that you yeah with the, of, with the with the equipment and things, yeah whatever you, you had kind yeah. of crack on yeah yeah it was great yeah yeah and people find their own areas then within it and mm. it, you know there was a lot of in-house lab work and great people you know who are doing that and people specifically for you know radiographers for the x-ray and you know it was it was good to have little sections for everything and it was very efficient I would say good place for a student maybe for placement when absolutely COVID disappears hopefully (laughs) yeah yeah and from the blue cross then when did have was there another step we made well I, I did I was in a private practice then um we made we had a few moves in in London and I was in a private practice then as well um for a stint which was which was lovely a lovely area of London and you know it was kind of really um a neighborhood feel and you knew the clients and you met them out walking their dogs and that sort of thing so I did get all aspects of it out there yeah and it was in 2015 then we made the move home um we i say we use my husband and myself um um it just felt like the right time to to make a move back we had had a good stint in london and it, it uh it, you know our, our lease was coming up and we were kind of planning uh the future and we decided to make the move back to back to cork and uh, daunting at first you know you're used to kind of working in further away fields and uh, then you're then you're coming home to the more um, you know places where you saw practice and everything like that and looking mm-hmm. for a job but um, I kind of always liked working in place in you know in a, in a bigger practice or in a more hospital setting and learning and so I slotted in back um, at Galabi where I'd seen some practice and I worked there part-time then for a couple of years and um, alongside that then I started up PET scan concurrently so I was uh, on the other couple of days when I was off I was finishing certs and exams and everything and then eventually uh, PET scan came about. Wow. So, Gemma, did you start studying then for your um, imaging search and all your other <laughs> further education once you're in the UK or when you came home or when did you start doing all yeah, that? Yeah, I started I started out um, in London um, I started with uh, medicine um, the BSA, VA search in small animal medicine, which I loved and um, just really enjoyed. I, I re- and still really do enjoy CPD learning. It kind of gets you you know if you're feeling a lull in 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 your path in veterinary or anything it just gets you back interested it keeps you keeps you engaged with all the cases I think are 
really had a bug for it and enjoyed enjoyed it. It wasn't to have a, an end goal. It was kind of more the whole process and learning along the way that I, I enjoyed with it. Um, I, I, I started with the medicine because I, I the, the BSAVA cert came up and I always, that was a really kind of good, well-run one that I, I liked. Um, and then I yeah, followed on with um, the imaging and that led on to the cardiology then. Wow. Try and tie it all together. When I came home, I, I, was, I finished the diagnostic imaging and cardiology back in Cork and I, I just completed the uh, feline medicine exam in the New Zealand, Australia and New Zealand membership exam in feline medicine as well. I really developed a, a love of cats and feline medicine in when I was in London and uh, we brought two little moggies back with us as well. Oh. Wow, that's oh God, so Gemma, is there anything Gemma. that you're not qualified in? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You're amazing. You're amazing though. Like, so for people listening, Gemma, what is PetScan? So PetScan is my little business, which is a mobile ultrasound service to vets of Cork and surrounds. Um, I travel around with my ultrasound machine and do scans in their practices so that it brings an added service to the to the practice and inpatients of those practices don't have to move. And I just feel people are more likely to utilize ultrasound um, when when they're able to do it in-house as such. And uh, I can liaise with the vets and then they have the same uh, community, you know, they're able to communicate with the owners then directly. And so where do you travel to then around the country? Where are your bases? Mainly around Cork City. And I go regularly then to Kerry and Limerick and Tipperary to see you, Michelle. And <laughs> I'd go West Cork, you know, East Cork, so just around Munster, really. And is, are you like, do, do you travel now five, full time five days a week? Or is that how many days you're yeah, spending? So you since I started back, I had a few months off when I was having Robbie last year in the height of uh, COVID and started back in September and it was manic like everywhere. So it was full on, very, very busy. And just in the last few weeks, I'd say it's slowing down a little bit uh, to more uh, manageable level. Uh, so yeah four or five days a week I'd be on the road yeah okay and how many practices in a day would you get to like I know some practices are bigger than others but you know say maybe a, a typical like four or five vet practice or... yes so sometimes I might go to four or five practices in a day wow. um sometimes it might just be two depending on the number I'm doing mm-hmm. um so it's very variable yeah and is it done on appointments say is it done like you know that they ring you if there is a case or is it a set day that you're kind of so I have set days in in certain practices where it'll bring a bit of structure to the week and then a lot of it is that I'll uh, uh, on the day I could get uh, a call saying oh we've been inpatient or um I'll saying I have a few that need doing later in the week could you come in on a certain day or so it's both 
uh, try to be flexible that if something is urgent or sick that we'll try and get to that day or the next and uh, then you know the more elective scans that we'll try and fit them in around it. It's supposed to be amazing to like travel and you know meet so many people you know different people and see different parts yeah. of the country as well and it's it's a nice, I, I, it's, it's a nice way of life. Yeah I, I yeah. must say I love it and I feel really lucky to a lot of the time I suppose the vets are like my clients and um but you know you you build up a good uh, bond with them and uh, you go in and have a, a chat as you're doing the scans and yeah it's great seeing different practices and what they do and you just see everyone I, I think yeah you know everyone's just doing a great job and just have, have different niches and everything from you know the kind of newer grads just bringing stuff to the practice to the more experienced vets who have you know such broad knowledge behind them and you know people who you know know their patients and want the best for them well I have to say having had experience of Gemma both personally and um through work because obviously Gemma scanned my mum's dog last year um and she was fantastic like my mum had my dog had been yeah, unwell for a year and then um took a trip to down to Gilabi to Gemma and we got a diagnosis and look unfortunately it was a bit too late but it was so reassuring to have someone to say this is what's wrong but also like through work I mean being able to offer the service to your clients is just so it's just I think we find it so good like it's just so reassuring to know that we have that service that we can offer because Gemma might be a bit shy in saying it but it's not just imaging like you're you're getting a full medical consult basically (laughs) but it's true you're not like this is what's on the scan so and we're very lucky and thankfully I mean we people I mean Gemma will tell you people come from people travel from Tullamore, Galway, Limerick like for you know to see Gemma so yeah I think great service like I don't know if people, other practices realize how, how good it is to have. People, uh, there's a great uptake on it. People are doing so much for their, their pets now. And um, I think if people are, are offered, you know, further work up, most of the time, if they can manage it, they'll, they'll, they'll go ahead. And um, I heard something recently from, uh, I was listening to a webinar and this vet said, you know, judge me not on, you know, the work you do for the patient, but what you offer to the clients kind of, you know, and I think that is an, an important, uh, you know, I think that is, is good advice. Um, you know, we can't always work up every case as we'd like to, but once we've, the client knows that they, they can have that service, then, um, then that's good. Yeah. You feel like you're doing your best. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely no it's a fantastic service well we're very lucky to have you anyway <laughs> thanks Michelle <laughs> was there many challenges setting up the business initially Gemma or was it you know there's never it's yeah. never smooth sailing but uh yeah, yeah I mean it, it 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 did it 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 evolved I suppose um you know while I was working in in practice as well so uh it was when after I had my first boy that I started doing that solely um, so that it, it kind of had developed a bit of momentum at that stage so it was nice to have the two to start with yeah it's daunting you know you're you feel I suppose out on your own a bit more um, but I just try and stay in in 
touch with, I suppose, your, your meeting vets every day and talk things through with them. And, um, you know, they, they often know the animals so well, you try and uh, chat out the case with them and not just give your opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but the other side of it was that I had no background in business or accounting or anything like that. I don't know about uh, the vets in college now, but I do think that's an important thing to be taught in college because a lot of people will either have their own business or be self-employed or need to know something about it so that was a bit daunting but slowly slowly figuring that one out um it was a, good a busy time helps doesn't it a good accountant that's it, <laughs> that's it. definitely yeah, I've no like oh Michelle has some bit more idea than I did. I didn't even know I was a business owner in one podcast. I said, <laughs> I said <laughs> yeah. And Michelle was like, I heard that one. You do know, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's how much uh, knowledge I we had a little bit in college, but it was more about kind of ideas and marketing rather than maybe like tax and yeah. actual business rules and regulations and all that. But it was more like you know, you go set up a practice and think about how you're going to market it and what you're going to put your website and all that kind of stuff. So, and then you had to present it to the Dragon's Den. So it was good, to, good fun. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah. Good. I was, uh, I was so. the finance person and none of my figures made sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to laugh. And you stand there, you know, in fear uh, as they throw the, the questions at you. Yeah. Oh, they were like, what? what's your turnover and I was like I have no idea what turnover it is yeah, <laughs> yeah. same same yeah. KPIs just throw, KPIs. Just throw <laughs> words in yeah just throw words in <laughs> oh um yeah so that's I don't it I mean I enjoyed I, I just I suppose contacted a, a lot of um practices that I'd maybe um seen practice with or just sent out emails and called in and slowly built up a relationship that way word of mouth people are good you know great for that as well so it's it yeah it kind of naturally evolved and then I think over the last few years things have just generally gotten busier and people are more willing to to investigate things so it was a good time too it it it, it, it was a jump but I think it was the right the right time and things mm -hmm. things worked out that way it all fell into place it did yeah very and Gemma, yeah. what do you do when you're not scanning what do you do to generally to running around after after two boys but um yeah spending time with the family and uh enjoy i like to uh you know eat out enjoy a glass of wine um i do home workouts um i'm starting back at some tennis now next week um Walk, lots of walks yeah meet up for coffees lots of socials of. and yeah just being girl yeah. a woman around town just that's it <laughs> yeah if someone uh, yeah calls you for you know a, a coffee or a few drinks or, or a nice meal that's uh yeah definitely yeah so yeah, I'm and it's nice to get back you know like back to normal now a little bit as well and being able to do that it's like amazing it is it's, yeah oh absolutely I think we all like that connection and I I was off for for during the first lockdown when I was pregnant and having Robbie and you really noticed it 
Um, but I suppose veterinary kept on going. So you still had lots of contact with your workmates and everything. Um, so you didn't feel the true sense of not going outside the door or seeing anyone mm -hmm. because it was it was a very strange time and feeling. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Thank it God we're nearly at the end of it. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Any funny veterinary uh, stories for us, Gemma? Anything that from all your different jobs and different places you've been? I'm sure there's one or two. Yeah, well, um, uh, it's funny now. At the time, it wasn't, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> they never are. We've had a few of those, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I applied. It was pre-college, pre actually, but it, it is veterinary-related because... I applied for uh, by I applied for veterinary. It was all I ever wanted to do. You know, I, it was it was you know since since I was small that was it was I was one of those people that it was always always veterinary and uh, worked worked for it. And I applied through the CAO and put down my code. Um, it was always only ever one code for you for veterinary and UCD. And um, it was the first year that you could do it online. And it, but it was also the first year you could do it as a mature student. Um, so I put down the code online and it said veterinary medicine back to me. And I remember saying, this is brilliant. You know, you can't go wrong. It said it back and um, didn't. I still remember the code. I put down uh, DN105. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, you know, had, had the summer, got my points, was delighted, uh, went out you know, partying, celebrating. And then uh, I remember uh, my mom coming down to me in my bedroom and went out the night before and she was handing me the envelope with my offer. And, uh, you know, I was opening it and uh, it was saying um, law in French. And I <laughs> was like, what? you know, I was a bit hungover, but didn't know what was going on there. And we went up and were looking up Airtel, had the points dramatically, you know, what was going Airtel. on. Like, trying to click through it was taking half an hour. We couldn't figure out what was going on. Eventually up to the school and they didn't know what was going on. And I then, we then found out that I had put down the code for the mature student application, which isn't even through the CAO, but um, <laughs> I had put down the wrong code. And um, it was you know, drama. This is, you know, it was all about, you know, was planning on going to college in September and had everything set up for Dublin. And um, I didn't have a place then. And But I thought, oh, I'll go on my six-year holiday. My mum will sort it out. She's good for that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Got on to the dean and uh, they'd all sorts of meetings, apparently. And I was like, really, because they have places for people who get rechecks and um, they'll, you know, this will be sorted. I'll be going in. But no, they weren't, they, they couldn't, um, they, they didn't allow it anyway. So I had to take a year out oh, and no. reapply the next no. year. Yeah. <laughs> Oh so at the time, it seems like the you know biggest the drama ever ended ending. the world. But I, I had a, it actually worked out really well. So I had a year in Cork where I did the kind of it, with all my school friends. I had a year around Cork going out, 
I worked in Abbeville actually as the, the assistant on the, you know, testing and everything oh, yeah. on the oh, husky. Yeah. So good. I got in my uh, veterinary experience and got a few bobs and, you know, had a great year out socializing. And um, Mike Ryan was, um, was a vet there at the time. And he said, don't worry, I'll have her turned off um, veterinary within the year. Um, <laughs> I was very keen for me to try something else. And it was, it was an all, it, you know, it was, it was like a really cold winter and we were, you know, late home in the thick of it, you know, freezing cold. And I remember one day just being so cold, my hands wouldn't work to do the, the bottles and the computer and, I, you know, putting, you know, wrecking cows just to kind of like get your fingers. Get heated yeah. up. <laughs> um, and they thought that would turn me off, but it didn't. But um, yeah, actually, I remember Norma was on an earlier podcast, and you were saying, you know, mm -hmm. about um, you know, seeing practice and everything. I I remember that brought back great memories for me as well, being out in the in the car with Norma and just you know pulling out calves, no problem, and just no fear there. And I was like, well, if yeah. she can do it, so can I. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's an inspiration. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. I don't know if she's yeah. she knows how many uh, female vets uh, she's inspired, but she definitely. I remember my cousin, um, uh, my cousin, my dad's first cousin, and he, I don't know, he said something like, "Oh, I don't know, like uh, she's only she's only a whip of a thing or something." But God, she can calf a cow, you know. There was like, you know, she was she was great. Um, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It really, I, when I listened to that I was kind of smiling away to myself thinking the same yeah oh it's not good though that like these podcasts can you know like make, make people remember different stories that have yeah. you know has and that's nice to hear so that's really good yeah. oh Gemma that was so gas Lauren French imagine oh Lauren French yeah I know where would I be <laughs> <laughs> married married to Pierre in, in South of France <laughs> Yeah, I would just like, I did French, I liked it, and it was like, well, if what else will I do? <laughs> I love how you sort of like, yeah, I just go off my, my leave it all day. My mum will sort that out. <laughs> yeah, really yeah well, if, if she couldn't do it, no one could. I could. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh, brilliant. Gemma, you poor thing. Oh, my God. But look, as yeah. you said, you had a year of life experience and you can't, you know, everything happens. No, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Yeah um really enjoyed it so yeah it's 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 funny now not at the time but you know even even a few months and it was okay we could laugh about it then yeah but I was I was like I still am the the, the mascot in school of how not to mess up your CAO form like I was the talk of the town <laughs> to use me as an example oh <laughs> The dean was like, you want me to let this girl into uh, veterinary and she can't even fill out her CAO, right? This is what I mean about, you know, the challenges of uh, starting your own uh, your own business. Just, oh, brilliant. I'm happy to crack on with the practical stuff for all the background <clears> stuff. <throat> so. What's your biggest life lessons apart from filling out your CAO form? correctly Gemma <laughs> that's a big life lesson I think it's uh treat others how you would like to be treated yourself I think that kind of um rings true for me in every walk of life mm -hmm. you can never yeah, go wrong really with that no mm -hmm. no yeah 
and it always it all you know karma comes around doesn't it and, and yeah yeah so and, and any advice for yeah any advice for any new grads out there as well like you know this kind of ties in I suppose with life lessons as well yeah like from that point of view it's been be nice to the whole team look out for each other I think in my first job we you know we, we were having to learn on the go but we did uh we used to sneak in and out of each other's consult rooms and you know help each other out I think that's definitely definitely better than trying to be up on on the other person or trying to you know prove yourself and trying mm-hmm. to be the best just help each other out um I think um communication is is a big thing I don't think you need to know everything um and I think it's okay to say to a client I don't know but we can try and figure this out you know even when you go into the best consultants in the human field often you know I think it takes a bit of confidence to turn around and say I'm not sure but we you know we we have a plan to try and try and figure it out Mm. um and I think others have said it, but I definitely think, you know, enjoy the good cases, but don't beat yourself up about the bad ones. I think that is very important because I think we all are a bit hard on ourselves sometimes. Yeah, we could be our own worst critics. And yeah, and I think it is important to move on. And yeah, I think you're and I'm, I'm just I'm just smiling because, you know, you know, you said, you know, you were you were going into all the consult rooms and, and having the chats and stuff. But I was in a, a young vet's uh, car today. We we're going out doing a bit of scanning. And on the way home, uh, another colleague of his, they're good friends, and uh, she rang him and she was just like, hey, how's your day? Just seeing if anything, any exciting thing going on. And it was just so lovely to hear that they were like checking in on each other and seeing how yeah. things were. And it, it was just great. It was really good. And yeah. it was nothing too heavy. It was just, how's your day? You know? Yeah, that, that is. And that it, it doesn't have, yeah, it just needs to be a touch base and uh a, a, a chat even you yeah. know yeah it's really nice to hear definitely yeah yeah and I think that's another thing just keep in touch with people you know it's it is easier probably if you are on the road or if you're on your way home mm. um or you know if you can get a job near somebody um that you can meet up with I think that is important um but yeah just to keep, to keep in touch with your friends because it is a big transition like I the the, the move to Royston for me you know there were a lot of positives there but if if you're on your own somewhere it's um it's not always nice so um you know and i, I, I that's and, and it brings on to another thing is don't be afraid to to move don't worry oh i've only done so much time here or um you know people understand just make a move if, it, if it's not suiting you or if you think you'd be happier somewhere else yeah because i think even no matter what i know my <laughs> friends now they were accountants and things and they were like just gonna like get through the year just gonna do the year because the year will look better on my cv and just do the year but i think that's totally right that you know, if you're somewhere and you're miserable just go yeah you know yeah yeah life so. is too short life is too short absolutely and yeah we are as veterinary is a bit different that way and how you know you, you hear about people doing different interviews and everything and I think with veterinary it is you, you you find your slot and it's not judged too much if you if you do change or some things just it don't suit just just find your little niche or your area and um, don't be afraid 
to to yeah to make a move that's that suiting great advice brilliant advice yeah have we got a few um quick fires michelle <laughs> i like it was hard to make them up because obviously Gemma is so specialized in what she does uh, yeah. <laughs> Curve to so, probe or straight to probe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I just made up kind of jokey once. So we'll go for it. So this or that. Uh, Cork or London? Uh, Cork. Easy one. Out for dinner or out for drinks? Dinner. Dinner. Uh, feline medicine or canine medicine? Uh, feline medicine. Tennis or walking? Uh, so hopefully soon to be tennis yeah tennis okay and veterinary medicine or french and law <laughs> definitely veterinary medicine eventually <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> oh and I'm, I'm just trying to think um okay so michael ryan for president of ireland or joanne goble or what was well, joanne yeah, Joanne Colin or Goble, yeah. Colin, yeah. Well, first, it, oh no, she's not going to be the first female. Joanne all the way, yeah. Joanne all the way. Oh, the first female. Nothing against Mike, I think he'd be fantastic, <laughs> but I'm going to stick by my, uh, by the way. I think, yeah. there'd be, I think there'd be lots of wine outings and, you know, there'd probably be like a, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like, I think Ireland would be good yeah. crack if yeah, Joanne was fun. present. Yeah. Yeah, and sensible, you know, definitely yeah keep us all on track but uh, have fun yeah. along the way I think so sorry Michael be killed <laughs> <laughs> ah he won't mind he'll, he'll get there eventually <laughs> yeah um Miss um Gemma thank you so much for joining yeah. us tonight oh, um, thank you so much yeah, for having brilliant. me Thanks, and Gemma. your story is very inspiring and it's it's a one as well for that sure. can show that you, you know you can go through lots of different jobs and end up somewhere maybe that originally in vet school you didn't even think about and it's uh, yeah not for a minute yeah yeah and you can get your CEO wrong and you can still be a vet yeah you yeah <laughs> mind you yeah avoid the pet passport oh <laughs> <laughs> oh Gemma thank you so much oh thanks Gemma that was great thank you thanks so much thanks guys Check us out on social media and tag us whilst you're listening to the podcasts. We'd love to see it.